Hi, I'm Liz Kapko, and I'm the host of the L Podcast. This podcast is all about L's, so letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are, what we want out of life, and how the hell to get there, leveling up in life, and most importantly, learning to love ourselves in the process. So let's go. Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday. It's the weekend before Valentine's Day, so I really wanted to talk about self-love and why loving yourself first is so important when you're looking for a relationship in a relationship. And so I'm, I'm recording this in my car on my lunch break, so sorry if the quality is not the greatest. But I wanted to talk about this topic. Um, I know Valentine's Day is kind of cliche, but this is when everyone's really thinking about love, you know, the feeling love or, you know, the lack thereof. Um, so it's, I think, on the forefront of everyone's mind. So I think this is really important and a good time to kind of talk about it. And so I want to start off with a disclaimer saying that loving yourself first isn't easy. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that, you know, you can put a deadline on. So if this is something that you've been working towards, it's totally normal if you're making slow progress or, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. So it takes time and it takes patience and it takes lots and lots of like trial and error. So hang in there, keep going. It's totally worth it in the end. And I will say that I, I've really struggled with this for a very, very long time. And I'm, I feel like I'm still working on it. Like it's still, a work in progress, which is why I say that there's no deadline for this. When I think one reason that a lot of us can struggle with loving ourselves first is because we maybe don't feel like we deserve it. And so that can stem from a lot of different things. Like I'm not a psychologist. I'm not saying like, this is why you don't love yourself, but it's really important to really take some time to self-reflect and see you know, why do I feel this way? Um, so to kind of give an example of, I'll use myself. Um, I have been in a lot of relationships, not great ones. I will say I didn't make the best decisions in my past and, but I've learned from them. Like, I think that's really important. Um, so whether you've been in a lot of relationships or you've been in one for a very long time, it doesn't matter. I don't feel like it doesn't matter. Like, first of all, don't ever compare your past history to someone else's like it you've gone through a different path so it just doesn't make sense to compare apples to oranges but although I say like I've been through a lot of bad relationships like I'm very grateful that I went through them because each relationship taught me what I do and what I don't like about a partner but also about myself so for example um one relationship that I was in looking back was almost borderline abusive. Um, he, he had children, so he was a father. So I thought in my mind, oh, that he must be responsible. He must, you know, be very caring, but he was actually very controlling and he would tell me what to wear, how to do my hair. And in return would, I don't know, take me out to dinner, you know, buy me things. And so that reinforced my mentality of not loving myself by saying, I only deserve these 
forms of affection, these forms of, you know, acts of service, love language, what have you. I only deserve these things if I meet these demands. So the love I receive is conditional, which is absolutely not true. Like no one should ever have to be in a position where their self-worth, their affection, their safety ever comes at a cost. So I thankfully got out of that relationship. Um, and I learned that, that I don't like being controlled. I mean, nobody does, right? I mean, I mean, there's some people who might, no judgment, but I personally, I don't like that relationship. That style of relationship does not work for me. And I learned about myself that my love should not be conditional. And so another relationship I was in, this was more of a, a long-term relationship. And this one, I think, was one of the hardest ones because I was dealing with my mother going through um, chemotherapy, radiation therapy. And so she was battling stage four melanoma. And so I really leaned on this person for support. And, and for the most part, they were there. And when it came to the point where I had to leave for grad school, so I had to do something for myself, something that only I benefited from, he wasn't there for me and never visited me long distance, never really made an effort. So one thing I will say, love is a two-way street. It, as for as much love that you put out, you should receive the same amount. And I will be cautious when I say that because there's a fine line between loving someone and expecting the same in return versus accepting someone for who they are. And I'll explain that a little bit more in a second. But in this relationship, um, he made the decision, he, he broke up with me and he made the decision that you know, just long distance wasn't working for him, which is fair. That doesn't work for everyone. Some people really need the in-person interaction to be able to touch the other person. So I don't hold that against him. But what this relationship taught me was that when I needed someone, they weren't there for me. And so in an instant, someone decided that they no longer needed, needed me in their life. And that was absolutely heartbreaking for me to know that I'm disposable to someone. And you should never have to feel like that. I learned that at that point, that's when I started learning to love myself by knowing my worth. Knowing that, yes, long distance may have sucked but my partnership, being in someone's life, that would be worth it. And this person decided that it was not worth it. And that doesn't reflect my worth. That reflects what they're willing to put into a relationship, which is very different. That's about, that explains something about them, not about you. And I think that's something that when you get dumped or a relationship ends, even if it ends mutually, that can be really difficult to deal with. A lot of times um, after that relationship ended, I, I asked him, like, what, 
what did I do wrong? Or, you know, what could I have done better? And like, first of all, that's, that's not a, not a thing. Like, again, your love shouldn't be conditional. Like there's, you shouldn't have to do things in order for someone to care and love for you. And so I, I asked him, like, you know, is there anything I could have done? Like, I really wanted to, you know, learn from this and hopefully make my next relationship better. And so I asked him that. And his only response was that I, you know, I didn't do anything particular wrong. But if I had given him more oral sex, then maybe our relationship would have worked out. That's absolute bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Because again... Love should not be conditional. Giving more of oral sex or whatever their demand would be isn't going to fix the fact that they aren't there for you, that they don't answer your calls, that they don't communicate with you. Like things like that don't make or break relationships. Granted, yes, intimacy is very important for a relationship, but it shouldn't be the whole relationship. And so after he told me that, um, it really, it really hurt my, I think my self-esteem because what he said was that it was my fault that this relationship did not work. When again, a relationship takes two people. And so after that, it took me a really long time to realize that This was about him and not about me. And so again, when we, when we are in those situations, it, we really can tend to tie our self-worth to whatever reason a relationship ended. And, and I've been on both sides of this. I've been the person that's been dumped, but I've also been the person that dumped someone else. And dumping someone else was way harder um, a different relationship I was in. And this is where I really realized why you have to love yourself first, um, before, you know, being in a relationship or just in general, love yourself first. I was in a different relationship. And so with this one, I'll start up front with saying I have dealt with abandonment issues. I, I've always been afraid of people leaving my life, of people leaving me, especially after that last relationship. But that fear has always kind of come from, um, you know, losing loved ones. You know, I lost my father. I lost my mother. um, I've lost cousins. I've lost aunts. You know, I've, I've lost many people in my life. And so there's that fear of losing another loved one. And on top of that, I I haven't really talked about this, and I'll probably talk a little bit more about this in a different episode, but I also grew up in foster care. And going from foster home to foster home, it really instilled this fear of, I don't want to go to another house. I want to stay here. I want someone to keep me. I don't want to be abandoned again. And so again, not to say that, you know, whatever issues you're dealing with or struggling through means something from your childhood, but like 
you have to kind of sit and think like, why do I feel this way? Where does it come from? So that way you can start working on it. And that's part, that's like the very beginning of starting to love yourself first is to be open and compassionate enough to learn to understand yourself. And so I have had these abandonment issues. And so I had this tendency of dating people that were not on my level. And I don't mean that in like, I'm superior to this person or any, by any means, but like we were on different paths, I guess might be a better way to say this. So this person, um, we had different educational levels. So sometimes having conversations was very, very difficult. Um, it, it also meant that like our communication wasn't the greatest, but this person like worshiped me. (laughs) And so having that mentality of, I know this person's never going to leave me really, I thought was the best thing in the world because that's the opposite of abandonment. It's not healthy, but it was the opposite. And so I thought this is the kind of relationship that works for me. I need to be with someone who is not going to leave me, which is not guaranteed. You know, no one can know for sure. You'd hope, but no one can know for sure. And so I would buy him nice, nicer clothes, fancier things, because in my mind, as long as he doesn't leave me, I can fix everything else. And so this, like, I don't know, I I guess they call it like savior complex. Like you can fix someone. Again, red flag. Don't ever feel like you can fix someone. The only person you can fix is yourself. That's also a part of learning to love yourself first is to know that you're the only one that can change anything about yourself if you're willing to, you know, change for the right reasons, of course, but no one should ever be in a relationship where they feel like, again, they're getting reciprocated love and affection depends on whether or not they can meet certain demands, look a certain way, act a certain way. And so for this person that I was dating, you know, I, I wanted to bring him to the same level as me. I wanted to change him essentially. And once I realized what I was doing, I knew that that was wrong. I knew that he deserved better than me. He deserved someone that would love him for who he was, how he was, accept him for who he is. And that's not something I was doing. And I had to break up with him because he deserved better. And that, I think, was one of the absolute hardest things to do because no one wants to hurt someone else. I mean, hopefully that they don't. But I knew that I was not accepting him for who he was and that he and I mainly, I learned that I need to learn to accept people for who they are because that's what I would want in return. And so from that point on, I was like, holy crap, I have a lot of things I need to work on. Um, So I really started 
working on learning more about myself. You know, why do I think these types of men are better for me? Why do I think that, you know, this type of relationship is better for me? What exactly do I want? But why do I want that? And is that really what I want? I know these are a lot of questions, but it wasn't until I started really learning to love myself first, not just loving myself, but learning to, because again, this doesn't happen overnight. It has to, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to love yourself. I think willing to do something and actually doing it are very, are two very different things. But you have to start with one to get to the other. And so I started working on, you know, my own, my own self, learning to love myself first. And by doing that, I, I did learn a lot of things about myself. I learned about my, you know, abandonment issues. I learned about my low self-worth and what I tied my self-worth to. And so it wasn't until I started working on myself that, and, and that at that point, I wasn't even looking for a relationship because I knew like I'm, I'm making poor choices. I don't want to hurt anyone. I really just want to work on myself for a bit. And like that, I know people say like you, you have to learn to love yourself before you can let someone else love you. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think you have to be willing to love yourself first because I'm still learning how to do this. Like I'm still learning more about myself. I'm still learning how to love myself, but I'm in a very happy relationship. Like I love my husband and he loves me very much, but I'm still learning. So I don't feel like you have to, cause there's, like I said, there's no deadline to this. So how do you ever reach something that's a moving target and then say, I'll do this once I get to that debt, once I get to that destination. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. And so I think you have to be willing to love yourself first. And from there, doors open. And so it was once I started focusing on myself that Jamie came into my life. And it was like the weirdest thing because I wasn't looking for a relationship. It kind of just happened um, out of a friendship. And so I really struggled. I really struggled with Jamie at first. Um, and if he listens to this, like, you know what I'm talking about. Um, our first date, we, we went to a movie and then we went to dinner and at dinner, uh, we went to Olive Garden, which is my favorite restaurant. And so at Olive Garden, we walk up to our table, he pulls a chair and I'm like, Oh, okay. He's going to sit there. I'll go to sit on the other side. And so I go to the other side of the table and I start to sit down and he's still standing there holding the chair, looking at me like a deer in headlights. And it took me like, I think it felt like eternity, but it was probably a few seconds to realize that he was pulling the chair out for me. And holy shit, that never happened before. <laughs> like I never had someone pull out a chair for me. And so I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is happening. So, you know, I quickly went to the other chair and sat down and, um, and we had dinner and we would talk every day and he was very polite and he was a gentleman. And I was like, whoa, this is very different than what I've, than the relationships I have been in. And when I say, I, I tell people like, 
when you find the right person, you know. But you might not know at first. And part of like loving yourself first is, you know, you're learning more about yourself. You're learning to be compassionate to yourself for whatever you've been through, whatever you're going through. But when you meet someone that actually values you, that actually um, listens to you, it can look so wrong. So when I first started dating Jamie, I'm like, this feels wrong. I don't know. Like, it's going to blow up in my face. I just know it. And so we push away the things that are different, even though we want different, right? We, we want a better relationship. We don't want what we've been through. But then when we get it, we tend to push it away. And the same can be with ourselves when we start to learn to love ourselves. When things start going right and things start changing for the better, it, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Believe me, it's going to feel super uncomfortable and you're going to second guess it and you're going to you're going to do all the things, um, but give it time and remember that you deserve all the love and all the happiness in the world. You don't have to push it away when it finally happens to you. You don't have to earn it. You know, of course, you want to treat your partner with respect and, you know, treat them the way you want to be treated. But again, it shouldn't be conditional. And so... Yeah, it was really uncomfortable in the beginning when we first started dating because it was so different than the relationships I had been in before. And Jamie and I have very different upbringings. What I mean by that is his parents are, um, they've been married for, I think, like 37 years. They've been together for a very long time. Well, I don't know, a very long time in my eyes. Um, but he grew up having seen his parents together. I never had that. I not, I never saw my parents be affectionate. I never heard them say I love you to each other. So I never grew up having a role model for what a healthy marriage was like. And I think that's something that a lot of us can also identify with. Like growing up, if we don't have role models for what we what we see, what we, what we see is what we grow up to expect. What we see growing up is what we expect to be normal. And so growing up, after my dad had passed away, I grew up seeing my mom be with men that showered her with gifts. And so I thought that must be what love is. Love has to be, you know, I'll give you love in return for gifts. And so if you didn't have that role model growing up, how else would you know what, what to expect, you know? And that's why it's so important. It's so important to me that when I have kids, that my kids see Jamie and I be affectionate, that we see that, that they see that Jamie and I are partners that we share things, that we communicate. And that's why it's so important that you find that healthy relationship because that's going to be what your kids, if you decide to ever, if you decide to have kids, that's what they're going to see. 
until I remember growing up hearing, um, you know, pick a partner that you want to have children with. And I never for the life of me understood what that meant. Like, oh, do I, you know, pick someone that, you know, it's good looking. So my kids are good looking. No, <laughs> pick someone that you want your kids to role model, to, you know, be a role model for them. And so I'm super thankful that I found Jamie because I think we're, we're definitely two peas in a pod. Look, we're super nerdy, but it wasn't until I started to love myself, to learn the things that I want and that I don't want in a relationship, to love myself enough to walk away from a relationship, to love myself enough to know when to stand up for myself, to love myself enough to put my mental health first, to put my... to vocalize my needs and to put my needs first. And so that's why I, I really thought this episode would be a good time um, because you have to, how do I say this? Loving yourself first is the only way that you can be your best for others. And I know a lot of, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me and you've been following me on Instagram, you know how much I love to be there for other people. So that means you probably also like to be there for other people, you, for your loved ones, for your community, for your friends and family. Um, you, you're probably also a very caring and giving person. But you can't pour from an empty cup. Loving yourself first means refilling your cup so you can overflow into other people's cups. Let me read that. Loving yourself first means filling your cup enough that it overflows into other people's cups. So I really hope that this episode helps you kind of start Start that conversation with yourself. What does loving myself first mean to me? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And, you know, think back on what really, on the, in your past relationships and see kind of where, what can I learn from it? What can I learn in order to learn more about myself? Because if anyone deserves your compassion, your kindness, and your love, it's you. You spend most, that's who you spend the most of the time with. It's yourself. And that's who you talk to the most is yourself. So what better person to love other than yourself? So I hope you have a great Valentine's Day weekend. Take some time to love yourself first. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. this podcast was helpful please share it with a friend with a coworker, with a neighbor with a stranger down the road uh, help me spread this knowledge as far as possible because we all sometimes need a friend that's there for us that's looking out for us so stay tuned thanks for listening in and i'll talk to you next time